Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Digital Hustle Show. My name is Stephen Burkhart with Burkhart Creative Agency. And one of the things that my agency really believes in is helping business owners achieve their goals and their dreams. Every business owner starts out with something in mind, a goal or something they want to do with their lives. And sometimes they just don't always know all the steps to get there. I interview other small business owners, marketers, and other people that I think will be able to give you the tips and the tricks needed to build your business. It's one of the things we believe in, and that's why we do this show. Thank you so much for listening, and please, at the end of it, if you've enjoyed it and it's been helpful, share it with someone that would benefit from this. Thank you so much. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the crew version of the Digital Hustle Show. And so on this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about style, um, whether it's like the designing and your branding or the kind of work that you're creating. And so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about ours and why we chose what we chose and also kind of help you through seeing other brands and understanding how, um, or at least guessing, hopefully well, on uh, why it is they chose what they chose and how you can do the same thing for your business. Um, and so, yeah, so we do uh, a little more edgy stuff. Um, so that informs our creativity a lot. Um, we are creators uh, visually, and so it makes, you know, what we choose is, is fairly important. Um, and so, you know, how we light, how we shoot, what kind of colors we use on our videos, um, what kind of angles that we're doing, music choice, all that plays into our style. And uh, for you, it may be something like uh, what kind of color your logo is, or um, what kind of shirts you do, or what kind of layout you have in your store can all inform a certain style. So, um, so yeah, so I think, you know, Ryland, if you want to kind of start explaining a little bit how we went about mm -hmm. defining our style and how that kind of affects um, who we work with and what we make. Yeah, so I think that when we defined our style, we definitely went with more of the edgy pattern, or not pattern, like way, and then we definitely use Pinterest a lot for that, and Pinterest is your best friend when you're trying to get your style, because 100%. there is literally everything on Pinterest, from <laughs> room ideas, to home decor, to like anything you for can think of. Too, yeah, mm -hmm. for literally anything. So go on Pinterest if you're struggling, for sure, just to get that starting kind of way I guess and then um, I think that having a style is also really important for us because it helps us with who we're going to work with because mm. anybody can do anything yeah. but when you have a specific style and have a specific way you do things people are going to be drawn to you who also have that style and they can see like oh like you do this this is what I do as well let's do this together like let's work and do this so I think that that's kind of how we went with our style a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. Kind of help you find your people. Yeah, exactly. Your vibe attracts your try. We were all thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was listening to a, like a YouTube video the other day, and the guy mm -hmm. was explaining, I forget who it was, I'm sure somebody knows, but he was explaining, you know, there's a difference between a logo and your brand. Mm. And, you know, say Hilton Hotels, if you swap their logos with another hotel, you wouldn't know because all the rooms look about the same and everything's, you know, if you're paying $50 a night, it's going to look the exact same anywhere right. you go. But if you swap Apple's logo with someone else, say Starbucks, 
you're not gonna you're gonna know exactly which one you're in no matter what because you're expecting a certain type of experience and a certain type of quality and that's that's a brand versus a logo mm-hmm. and so it, it's pretty cool though because like you get to choose what your brand's gonna be you get to choose what your logo is gonna be on top of that and that's what's gonna identify you on small things like a coffee cup and then people are gonna associate that with Oh, that brand uh, does a great job with hats. That brand does a great job making sure I feel welcome when I come in. You know, but it, it gives you an idea of how you can shoot too, because then you know what features and what things you're looking for. You know, so if you're gonna become this type of brand, you're gonna shoot for that type of brand. Mm-hmm. And then the more you get yourself out there as a, you know, customer-based service and you know, 100% quality first, the more other people are gonna recognize that, and you'll find people that want that as well. You know, it just helps you grow quicker when people know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's definitely, um, like, the experience of your brand, um, but the visuals play into that as well, you know? And certainly, like, no matter how cool your brand looks, like, if Apple looked as cool as it is now, but, like, every time you walked in the store, mm-hmm. they made you feel stupid for not knowing, oh, like, yeah. how to use, like, some <laughs> random program. Um very different experience, mm-hmm. and uh, people would have mm-hmm. a very different feeling walking into the store. Um, but on the visual side too, it's just like, um, like with Apple, like the store is super mm-hmm. clean, it's super organized, it's super put together. Like, even just like, because they were like one of the first ones I think that you could just like pay using an uh, an iPad. So like even like yeah. their checkout process was like super slick, super like dialed in, and. Um, it creates like a totally different experience like all the clean gray like chrome colors and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's just like all very, very clean and organized yeah. yeah 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 which is kind of like at at least at the time i don't feel like they're that way anymore but like they're very like ahead of their time mm-hmm. um which made a lot of sense that it kind of looked like a weird little, yeah. little glass space station thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they also do a great job choosing their locations yeah. you know yeah. especially when you're in places like new york or something mm-hmm. where the building itself is just an art piece but I think it's cool that you can also take that to like a smaller scale and just think about your business and be like, mm-hmm. what can I do that's going to make this stand out and make it be like, oh, that's cool. That's an Apple statement. Mm-hmm. But in your you know furniture building business or whatever it happens to be, you know you you have the opportunity to turn it into whatever you want. It just takes that little extra grease work, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess really the decision you're kind of making is one, especially if you're a small business owner, usually emotionally connected to what you're doing quite a bit. Um, which um, can kind of skew your decision making a little bit, um, but because realistically, like it comes down to two things: like we wanted, we knew what we wanted to make, and then we also knew who would probably want that, mm-hmm. and we were okay with both of those things. Um, and so sometimes, you know, someone makes like some you know bougie product, but they don't like Scottsdale people or something like that. Well, like then they, then you you've got a problem. <laughs> because like someone who shops at Walmart is not going to drive down to Old Town Scottsdale and buy your like bougie handbag, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've made a product that is attracting someone that you don't necessarily want to work with. Um, and the other way around, let's just say you want to work with high end people, but then you like kind of have a more like down to earth feel. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be disconnect, and so. Uh, you got to realize what you're making is going to attract a certain person and you have to decide, do I want to make this really bad and I don't care who is attracted to it or who do I want to work with really bad and what are they wanting, which is usually the better way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're visual creators and so we're like, we want to make 
content that looks really dope. And so that's not going to appeal to like a hair salon potentially. I mean, it could depending on which one. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like you mentioned, that kind of like informs who you want to work with. And literally, like anyone can go buy this drone right now. I mean, that doesn't mean they're going to use it well. But like literally, anyone can do like aerial shots if they really wanted to. And so at that point, it's like okay, part of why you'd work with us instead of someone else or someone else instead of us is because you know that that company is, it gets you, mm-hmm. understands you, is going to actually create work that speaks to your business and your audience. And so we wanted to get good at something and we felt comfortable talking to people. Like we have experience with like working in like skate ministries and stuff like that, where it's like, we know what those kids like and what they don't like mm-hmm. and what gets them excited and what they think is cool and um, because of that, we know what to make for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it really comes down to like how well you self-evaluate your business and mm-hmm. also how well you evaluate where you want to go with it. You know, mm-hmm. If you know who your clients are, you know who you are, then it just makes it a lot easier for you to mm-hmm. make a decision and just get a plan going. You know? But if it's the hardest thing to do to move forward if you don't know where you'd want to go you know Mm -hmm. because then you're trying to work on this and then you get sidetracked by that and it takes I mean some people never get out of that cycle Mm -hmm. and then you know for until they're 70 they have a business that's just running okay you know and then they try to pass that on but the kids don't want it because they see how hard they worked you know yeah Mm -hmm. I have friends that are like that and it's like you make an awesome product but you're not trying to catch up to sell it to anyone you know we're offering free services but you're a little too worried about just advertising you know like it's kind of an odd cycle because you want the money you want the work but you don't want to put out the work or you just there's that mental block that is there capping yourself for no reason yeah you know so definitely just be real with your self-evaluations find people that are the closest to you and tell them like hey what can i do differently and what do you think are my strengths and then make that business the best it can be you know absolutely yeah, because, I mean, like, realistically, like, at some point you're going to have to say no to some things that might be mm-hmm. uncomfortable to say no to, some clients that it might be uncomfortable to say no to, because at the end of the day, if you don't have a product that stands for something, it's really hard to make people happy, <laughs> because if it's just kind of vanilla, then, like, you're going to have just, like, semi-happy customers, and that's, like, there's no way to build an empire. Mm-hmm. All I can think of the whole time you're talking about caps is busting a cap. So... That's just, the that's just the that's just the the downtown Peoria oh, middle class life oh coming out. So, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> the hard streets, of West Phoenix, the West Phoenix, <laughs> right? I was about to throw the West Side sign. <laughs> Stop myself. Yeah. Right? Mary will go away. <laughs> the only one I know is the the Walmart. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess it'd be good. Yeah, that's funny. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully, that helps you as you're trying to figure out your business, whether you're just starting it or whether, you're, like Jacob talked about, you're kind of in the middle mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's happening. And uh, just don't be afraid to step out, do something bold, do something crazy. It doesn't mean have to be bold that it's edgy. It can be bold that it's feminine. It can be bold that it's organic. It could be bold that it's warm or clinical like Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it is you choose, just know that yes, you are saying no to some things, um, but you're also going to create a product that's actually far more interesting to the people that you're potentially looking to attract. So go try something new. Let us know about it. Add it to the comments, like, subscribe, 
all those goodies. Thank you for watching.